what would be the Jamaro report or the invalid truth without talking about AI and its takeover of humanity? So this report is coming from the National Pulse. Great website. Study suggests artificial intelligence can literally read your mind and with extreme accuracy. No, really? Really? Of course it can. Uh, there's been multiple reports of people randomly um, posting about how they'll think a thought and then the next thing you know it shows up on their computer screen through an ad or whatever. And you may say, well, that's coming from um, search. And this is be becoming a very hot topic amongst those that are in the know and those that are aware of what's going on with artificial intelligence. Um, yes, they do, I believe, have the ability to read your mind, not just your keystrokes. Okay, well, now people can take that for what they want to take it. Um, but again, from the National Pulse, it says scientists from Osaka University in Japan have discovered a way to use artificial intelligence to read our minds quite literally. It says by combining uh, magnetic res uh, resonance, excuse me, uh, imaging MRI with AI technology, the researchers were able to recreate visual images directly from human brain activity. And this is something that the World Economic Forum has been openly discussing, by the way, in case you haven't um, seen the video clips. They're talking about brain, you know, connecting your brain waves to the Internet. Um, where your boss, <laughs> your bosses or whoever you work for um, can monitor you, monitor your brain waves and tell if you're actually doing work. So while you're sitting at your little computer and you might be playing Tetris or pool or whatever, you know, solitaire or whatever, um, they don't have to be there. They can be in their office while you're in your little cubicle far away from them and they can monitor your brain waves and tell whether or not you're actually focusing in on work. And one of the videos, um, some of you, my listeners may remember I played the clip, the audio clip where one of the speakers at the world economic forum, she played a clip and then spoke on it saying Basically, like, let's say you're sitting at your cubicle or your, you know, your workplace and you're fantasizing about one of your coworkers. Well, they can send. Um, not only can they read your your brain waves, but they can intervene by sending you a message. Um, email. Or directly to your computer to tell you to, hey, stop goofing off, focus back on work. You know, get back to being focused on your work. So this is the coming future. <laughs> All of you techies out there, you love your tech. Well, understand your tech is going to rule you. It says, um, what's more, uh, by using widely available stable diffusion technology, they were able to do uh, do so at a very low cost and with relatively uh, little effort compared to other recent attempts to do this. The researchers' findings are reported in a preprint study. It says, although researchers had already found ways to convert uh, neural imaging into visual representations, complex and expensive deep learning technology has generally been required so they're up they're up in the ante they're up in their game they're making this easy they're making it affordable and it's going to be available everywhere it's just like remember when the smartphone first came out 
and only, you know, well-to-do people had it. And then there was a point where now everyone has a smartphone, even the poorest of the poor. And I'm not even talking about the Obama phone. People have smartphones everywhere. Well, it's the same thing. You know, they want you to have a smartphone because they can easily locate you, right? They don't want you not to have one. So they make them more affordable. Same thing with the uh, smart TVs. You notice the prices are coming down? Well, of course. Right? You know what they do with that. They can tap right into that. Okay? It's all about track and trace, monitoring. These people think that they are God. Matter of fact, um, Yuval Noah Harari said, we no longer need God. He literally said that. He, he basically told God to bring the flood. So what? That's what he said. Um, And then you have Klaus Schwab bragging about putting chips in you. The um, CEO for Nokia is saying that by the year 2030, because this was 2022 when he said it, he said it in eight years, uh, we will more than likely have people microchipped by then. Just... You know, just letting you know that this this is the game plan of the elitists. And then why are they elitists? Because they believe that they're better than you. Right? It says, although researchers, back to this National Pulse article, it says, although researchers had already found ways to convert neural imaging to visual. Did I read this already? No. It says, although researchers had already found ways to convert neuroimaging into representation, complex, and expensive deep learning technology has generally been required, technology which must be trained and carefully collaborated, still the representations produced are often sketchy with poor fidelity. Uh, It says, the new method used by the Japanese researchers harness popular technology, which has found widespread use in the generation of images using linguistics, linguistic prompts, excuse me. It says over the last few months, social, mu- social media platforms have been awash with images creating using uh, stable diffusion and other platforms like it. Uh, says the technology is able to produce compelling and sometimes hyper-realistic images with just a few carefully selected words. So, there you go. <clears throat> your, your minds are now being read <laughs> by AI technology. But who didn't know, the, who didn't know this already? Who, did, who didn't know this already? The globalists are openly telling you that they no longer need you. You know, you were the slave, you were the cattle. Um, you're on to them. You know what they're doing. You know what their plans are. And the closer they get to their plans, um, the less covering they have, right? The, the closer they get to executing their plans, their goals, their agenda, the less covering they have. So they're showing themselves more and more. And uh, this one thing I've been trying to say is that, yes, on one hand, you can look at it like, well, the globalists are being exposed. Yes, that's true. But they're only being exposed, in my opinion, because now they're ready to execute. When they were in the rough draft or the, you know, they were setting the blueprint or writing the blueprint to their plans, they were able to remain stealth. But the closer they get to actually executing these plans of reducing human population, um, creating more viruses, uh, smart cities, making you uh, scan, you know, for facial recognition and and um, taking you off the petrol dollar and and implementing the CBDC where they can track your every single purchase of every single item. The closer we get to that, the more they have to take the veil off. They have to take off the mask. 
Okay. So that's where we are now. That's where they are. That's why they're no longer calling uh, these sorts of uh, articles, you know, these types of articles that I read just now. They're no longer really calling that a conspiracy theory. I think in their mind, they want to know how the public will react to it. If I had to take a guess, because they love to take, they, they love to collect data. So they, they're checking the pulse to see how many people are stupid, sleep, um, fully incapable, um, incapable of understanding what the ultimate goal is. And if they can sell it to you as this great, um, not just idea, but this, this great invention or make it look trendy to have artificial intelligence read your mind. And some people, trust me, you won't believe it, but there are some people that like it. <laughs> some people think it's cool. Like I said, these little Starbucks drinking uh, techie people, they love this kind of stuff, right? So that's who you're going to be going against. As you try to push back against it, it's going to be these little Starbucks drinking techies that are going to not only embrace it, but they're going to be the ones working on it, you know, because they think it's cool. They're going to, you know, and this is, this is a reality. This is the reality of where we are at the moment. So as we see this uh, bank collapse that's taking place all over the world now, again, one crisis to the other, from the threat of World War III and trains colliding all over the place, you can tell that the New World Order is speeding up things now. And this is coming from Reclaim the Net. It says, prepare for governments to push CBDCs in the wake of the Silicon Valley bank collapse. Never let a good crisis go to waste. I remember Rahm Emanuel once said that, former Obama guy. It says, over 100 of the world's governments are planning to push central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, and the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank may have given them the perfect opportunity to introduce this nightmarish surveillance tech. Again, 2030. It's all about Agenda 2030. They, they need this system in place by 2030. So they're in a rush. They're in a hurry. But getting back to the article, it says the heightened fear of bank runs and the growing calls for more government controls to prevent another Silicon Valley bank style event has created space for governments to swoop in and present CBDCs as a solution. It says prepare for these talking points to become prominent as governments ramp up their efforts to push CBDCs. It says, um, and this is, again, from reclaimthenet.org. It says, within days of Silicon Valley Bank's failure, it was described as the first social media-fueled bank run in history, and fears about social media disinfo started to be stoked. So, again, and now this is a twofer, right? I say a twofer because now they're going to start saying that people online are dangerous, People on social media are dangerous. They're spreading disinformation. Isn't this is causing the banks the banks to collapse? So you can look for censorship on top of the CBDCs. This is what um. Anyway, that came. That was a tweet that came from this guy um. David Yutovich, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, anyway, he's on Twitter promoting that nonsense. It says, similar talking points were quickly echoed by politicians. United States House Financial Services Chair Patrick McHenry described it. He described it as the first Twitter-fueled bank run. Now, look, they're blaming social media. 
They're blaming the people on social media. It says during an emergency conference call with high-ranking official, uh, excuse me, high-ranking federal government officials, Senator Mark Kelly asked if the officials were reaching out to tech platforms to monitor misinformation and bad actors <laughs> and required excuse me, and inquired about the possibility of censoring social media posts to avoid a bank run. I'll be damned. Who didn't see that one coming? I'll be damned. Again, this is a twofer. They get to collapse the banks, bring in the CBDCs, and use this as an excuse to censor people because, you know, it's not the banks, you know. No, no, no. It's you, the people, as Bain once said, and Trump once said. It's you, the people, that are causing this. Dark night rises. It's you, the people. It's your fault. And the only way to stop you, the people, from causing these banks to collapse is to censor you and shut you up. Problem, reaction, solution. You see how that works? It says governments are likely to seize upon and amplify these fears of social media bank runs as they push new regulations and proposals in the wake of the Silicon Valley bank collapse, and they are likely to position CBDCs as the solution. As Again, we all know where this is going. We know where this is heading. It says, be on the lookout for suggestions from officials that CBDCs are safe and immune to social media bank runs. And yeah, I was just getting ready to say that and read my mind there. It's going to be pushed out as safety, you know, as a safety tactic. You know, because everything is done in the name of safety. And if nothing else, if what we got from the pandemic is safety is always their go-to. You want to get rid of guns? Safety. Right. Uh, release prisoners so they can uh, push the crime rate up. And what does that do? That gives you an excuse to bring in facial recognition and 15 minute cities, limit move, limited movement, carbon climate, carbon uh, climate tax, taxation. What are they doing it for? All in the name of safety. Safety is their go-to. That's why there's so many false flags. Okay? It's always in the name of safety. We're doing this for your own good. That's always their plea. That's always their rallying cry. <laughs> Call it a rallying cry. But it's true. We're doing this for your own good. You don't know any better. You don't know how to take care of yourself. You don't know how to police yourself. We, the elites, have to police your police you we have to police you we have to do it for you we have to take care of you and the more people become dependent on government the more willing they are to comply compromise give up their freedoms so-called freedoms anyway so yeah this is um Definitely the game plan and the strategy says while such promises may soothe citizens fear of bank runs, this fear will be replaced with something far worse for those that embrace CBDCs, programmable money. It says um, that allows the government to dictate when, where or if citizens can spend their money. Hey. You know, for all of you idiots out there that think that this is a great idea and you think CBDCs is a great option and you don't mind having your finances tracked and your, your purchases monitored, just understand this. The day will come when you will want to travel or need to travel and you'll need to put gas in your car and your card will be um, declined. 
and they'll say, sorry, you've driven X amount of miles this week. That's enough for you. Okay, your vehicle is putting out too much uh, carbon emissions, uh, excuse me, too much pollution. You're polluting the air. As a matter of fact, you yourself just walking around too much. You are a hazard to the environment. I read before the the article about um in London they had they're trying to roll out these smart stations and in the documents saying um people that sit out on park benches for too long are basically considered suspects and I'm roughly paraphrasing it wasn't in that exact in those exact words but you get the point the pandemic was just a test run it was just a dry run but anyways um, back to the point the point is this things are moving fast you better start paying attention Um, for all you people that are asleep you're going to get hit upside the head with a big dose of reality. And by the time you understand what's going on, it's going to be too damn late. Crazy Democrats are now coming after your guns, but in a different way. Apparently, Elizabeth Warren and crew are trying to put pressure on credit card companies to take action on gun control after certain credit card companies refuse to track purchases. And this is coming from the Gateway Pundit. It says Democrats wanted credit card companies to track the purchases of certain types of guns and ammunition because they hate the Constitution and especially the Second Amendment. It says the credit card companies didn't cave to the pressure, so now Democrats in the Senate are crying to the Justice Department to take action. It says, for years now, authoritarian Democrats have used the power and force of the government to do their bidding against their perceived political enemies. Now, they're going to name uh, Elizabeth Warren, Senator Bob Mendez out of uh, New Jersey, um, and they urged the Justice Department to, you know, tackle gun control, as they would like to call it. So this is nothing new, but it's just something I felt like it was necessary to report on because you see what's happening with the banks and who knows, you know, what could happen in the near future. Again, they create a crisis so they can come with the solution. So, I say that ad nauseum, but you get the picture with um, the looming bank crisis and who knows what else is going to come, you know, going to follow this. Um, Many financial forecasters are predicting a 2008-style recession. Um, But either way, uh, you can see this as being an opportunity for the globalists to say, look, if you don't comply with our demands, you know, you won't get this money. Because as these banks default and credit card companies and everyone else uh, in the financial sector, the financial world begin to crumble, as his economy tanks, that is going to give these lawmakers more power and influence. And they'll be able to say, listen, you do this, this, and this, or we won't do this, this, and this. And it's that simple. So right here, what they're doing is they're flexing their muscle to get rid of of the guns. Why? Because once you get rid of the guns, you've got the people. They don't give a damn about crime. If they cared about crime, they wouldn't have let so many prisoners loose. They wouldn't have been defunding the police. They wouldn't have 
use COVID as an excuse to let prisoners out and sit back and watch crime skyrocket all over the country while pretending there's no increase in crime. No, that's not what it's about. It's about removing the guns. Because what separates the United States of America from most other countries is this. Guns. <laughs> They're not going to just roll up on U.S. citizens and do them the way that they did Australians during the, um, the lockdowns, during the COVID lockdown. They're no better. Okay? But anyway, Senator Warren and crew um, is urging the DOJ to take quick action to implement financial tracking of gun and ammunition purchases in the wake of announcements from Visa, MasterCard, and Discover that they would not be tracking purchases of guns and ammunition. Says in um, on uh, September the 11th, 2022, Breitbart News pointed out that Visa caved to the pressure. They caved to pressure from gun control groups and New York Democrats agreeing to flag gun and, am and ammo purchases via a new merchant category, MCC code. Uh, the Associated Press observed that MasterCard and other major credit card companies also agreed to flag gun sales. On March 2nd, 2023, Breitbart News noted that Discover was slated to begin tracking gun and ammunition purchases with the new MCC code in April of 2023. This news created a feeling of momentum for the left countered by a wave of pushback among conservatives. Now, on March 9th, 2023, Breitbart News reported that Visa and MasterCard pivoted amidst the pushback and that the two credit card giants announced they would not begin tracking gun and ammunition purchases anytime soon. So here we go. Here we go. Um, so now these <laughs> Dems, these little minions of the global globalist elites are having a pissy fit because they're not going to get what they want. Um, that is key. It's not everything, but it's very important. Gun control is very important to the globalist elites. It's not the only thing, it's not everything, but it is major, major, it's key. It is something that they absolutely do not want to really have to go to war in America because they know that there's a lot of veterans and a lot of conservatives, and despite their fake numbers, they know that there's more people... <laughs> that believe in the Constitution than that don't. And they know damn well they can't bring in their smart city, uh, smart city grid Orwellian 1984 style uh, globalist utopia, because that's what it would be, where you they will be able to track and trace and monitor your every movement without an uproar from the people. So what do they need to do? Remove the guns. That's what they want. But we'll see where this goes from here. That is, um, you know, just something I wanted to talk about right quick, just to make you aware of it. How was the beer trying to sneak in there? 15 minute city slash smart city program. And they're being very, very sneaky about it. This is coming from winteroak.org. It says, Expose London's secretive smart stations rollout. It goes on to say that um, the digital slave system of the fourth industrial uh, repression is being imposed on us by stealth. 
Again, they're being really sneaky about it. It says various aspects of the sinister technology have gradually crept in over the years under the excuse of fighting crime or terrorism or more recently of combating the spread of a so-called pandemic. Now, this gets into the heart of what's really going on with the elites and the reason why they have allowed so many criminals to be released from prison. Much speculation as to why, but other than creating a crisis of crime, I understand that the, I can see the thinking of the globalist elites is this problem reaction solution, right? You create the problem, then you come with the solution. So many people may not be aware of, um, a lot of people may not be aware of this, but in, I believe it was 2021, maybe in late 2021, early 2022, New York, New York city mayor, um, I believe it's Eric Adams, um, toyed with or flirted with the idea of rolling out um, facial recognition um, and drones. Yeah, mainly drones to combat crime. Now, again, this goes into the problem, reaction, solution. You need a reason or an excuse to implement such a thing because if you don't have an excuse in place, then the people will ask questions and some people may ultimately rebel. So during the pandemic, in case you didn't notice a lot of, especially throughout the liberal Democrat ran cities, major cities, including Washington, D.C., a lot of prisoners were let out of jail. They were let out of prison, some of them hardcore criminals. But they did it under the guise of preventing the spread. Okay? Problem, reaction, solution. So now you have crime rates just soaring all throughout the country. And criminals know that they have the okay to commit horrible crimes. And in some cases they get released, you know, they, you know, they're not being held. Um, so now here comes the smart cities and the, and the 15 minute cities with the draconian tyrannical laws in place. And they're going to say that, oh, we have a crime problem. See, the first thing they do is deny that there's a crime problem. And then they say, oh, we do have a crime problem. We need to do something about it. So now they're coming with the solution. So in London, here we go. In London, this is what they're doing. They're, they're under stealth, quietly rolling out their smart station. Um, it says here in the article from winteroak.org, it says, as we saw in our recent article on 15-minute cities, we are now being told that it is all about urban planning and making life generally more pleasant for everyone by reducing traffic congestion and pollution. So you have multiple problems. That will bring about this solution. You get it? It says anyone who sees through this greenwashing attempt is dismissed as a paranoid fool or a dangerous conspiracy theorist spreading fear and disinformation. Um, let me see here. I want to jump down. It says we have got hold of a very interesting document from Transport for London 
on the current testing of smart surveillance at Willie Willie's Den um, Green Tube Station, which is due to continue until March twenty. Um, excuse me, March thirty first, twenty twenty three. It says if this project were really about providing the best possible service to passengers on the British capital's underground railway network, as claimed, then you would think that it would be loudly and proudly announced and discussed with information widely available in a democratic public um, consolation. But the fact that the document entitled Smart Station Proof Concept, mark that down, write that down, Smart Station Proof Concept is marked Restricted for Internal TFL Use reveals the secrecy being deployed to sneak through this new stage of incremental theft of our freedom. Okay. So this is the this is the point. Again, Green New Deal, every you know, we all know that they're getting ready to try to bring about this carbon footprint and the 15 minute cities and the smart cities and all of that is going to work right into it. There was a video uploaded from China where they had like a certain place in China where they had something like a smart city where um, certain areas were zoned off and you had to, um, identify yourself in order to go into the next part of town. And I say this all the time. If you want to know what the globalists are trying to do or what their, their next move is, look at China. China is the blueprint for the new world order. Um, it says here, back to the article, it says, in the public interest, we have decided to um, publicize its contents it says the exciting project of the, excuse me, for the Jubilee Line station combines existing CCTV cameras with visual analytics technology to provide 24-hour real-time monitoring, smart stations dashboard, okay? A 24-hour real-time monitoring via a smart stations dashboard again these people want to be god these people want to see your every move um they want to know your every thought they have brain waves that will connect to the internet um i believe they call it the internet of things where you will become the internet okay it says here as well as counting everyone entering and leaving the station the smart spies will be issuing notifications for a range of triggers, including not just gate jumping or smoking, but also loitering or a person sat on a bench for an extensive time. So if you're sitting on a bench, you might be considered a troublemaker. Just like that woman that was praying to herself and she got arrested. It says, um, it says, which turns out to be anything more than 10 minutes. Oh, wow. So a person sitting on a bench for more than 10 minutes could be a suspect. Um, there's a lot to this article. Um, I don't know if I want to get any more of it. Oh, let me let me get this one last part here. It says the document reveals that this will be achieved by identifying body language, movement, behavior, and some protected characteristics, which apparently include disability, age, and pregnancy slash maternity. One of the main purposes of 4IR technology, that's what it's called, as famously championed by Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum is to get rid of pesky, demanding, and expensive human employees. So he called them pesky, demanding, and expensive human employees. In the long term, the robot eyes at tube stations are designed to replace most of the human ones 
rather than to add to them. Again, there's more to um, this article here. You can go check it out, read it for yourself. It's really, really interesting. And it basically just highlights what the globalist elites are trying to do and what they're pulling off right under your noses, right underneath your noses. Um, while everyone is distracted by foolishness, um, again, you have the collapse of these banks and, you know, you have the Trump stuff going on and supposedly Trump is going to be on trial or whatever, whatever. All of this stuff is a distraction from what they really want to do. So they create one major crisis to cover up the real crisis, which is taking away your freedoms. So Anthony Fauci is maintaining that COVID occurred by natural causes or the outbreak was caused by natural occurrence, I should say. It's coming from the New York Post. It says, Dr. Anthony Fauci said he still believes the COVID-19 virus could have been caused by natural occurrence and that critics who have called for him to be prosecuted over his handling of the pandemic are off the deep end. So, once again, uh, this is... Fauci maintaining his position, even though evidence points otherwise and there's more proof out there than ever that the virus came from the lab and that the lab leak, what was supposed to be a theory, has now become uh, pretty much a part of the mainstream. It's even becoming more and more part of the mainstream narrative. But I brought that up not so much to talk about Fauci, but to speak on the investigation into Fauci and why he's not being prosecuted. And here's the cold water for a lot of people and the reality and the brutal, honest truth. Are there investigations into Fauci? Yes. So why hasn't he been prosecuted? Why is he still allowed to roam free? Because trust me, if that was you or me, you can make all the excuses you want saying, well, he, you know, it's because of his position and they can't just arrest him. But if had that have been me and you, me or you, trust me, we would be behind bars right about now. If there was any evidence that we, uh, formulated some type of virus that caused the pandemic <laughs> or even thought about it, guess what? We will be behind bars. Now, the real reason why he's not being prosecuted and he's being treated with care gloves is because of the simple fact that most of your politicians, I would probably say 90%, if not all, are compromised. They're all compromised. They're all blackmailed. They all have dirt. It's the way of D.C. politics. Now, a lot of people don't want to admit that to themselves because they love certain politicians. For example, Rand Paul, um, Ron Paul. Um, if you're on the left, some people love Bernie Sanders. Well, look at what happened with Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. Hillary stole the primary from Bernie. And what did Bernie do? He went and sat in the corner. Literally. And everyone knows that he stole it. I mean, excuse me, that she and the DNC stole it from Bernie. Not that I'm, I'm a Bernie supporter. I'm just stating the obvious here. But most of these people are compromised in some way, shape, or form. They all have dirt on each other. That's the way it works. And if you don't understand that, <clears throat> excuse me, if you don't understand that, then you'll never get to the heart <clears throat> of why these people are never prosecuted, why there's no such thing as justice amongst these 
corrupt politicians and bankers and as in Fauci's case, you know, head of the NAID, I believe that's what it's called, NIAD, NIH, even these unelected officials such as uh, Klaus Schwab and what's this other guy, um, Ted, the guy for um, the World Health Organization. I can't, I can't think of his name offhand. But they're never prosecuted because who's going to prosecute them? <laughs> How are you going to prosecute someone when you have dirt out there, when you are compromised, when you are guilty of taking money and taking bribes and being involved in corruption. So what happens is you have a situation where these um, two powerful entities, if you will, you know, whether it be the, the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, and they have their little mini scrums, their fight for power, power and position. And they go to prosecute or investigate someone of the other party or someone that's affiliated with the other party. And usually what happens is when they get ready to sink their teeth into the investigation or the prosecution of same, all of a sudden a picture from 15 years ago shows up. Oh, do you remember that time you were with this woman? Did you tell your wife about this woman? Oh, remember that child that <laughs> you never owned up to? That this random woman gave birth to 18 years ago? That you never claimed? You know, remember that trip on Epstein's private jet, the Lolita Express? Remember that time you went to Epstein Island? Yeah. So if you're wondering why Fauci is not being dealt with and why I don't believe he's really going to be dealt with, then I'm going to continue to watch it and see how this movie plays out. But I wouldn't count on it. I wouldn't bet on it. I could almost guarantee that what they'll do, what, what the elites will do, they will have these politicians, these people in Congress, hold these hearings, hold these investigations, and drag it out for as long as they can to keep you distracted. Keep you distracted from the economic collapse. Because that's what's really going on. That's what, that's what you really should be keeping your eyes on. The economic collapse. Because the economic collapse is almost the most single important thing. Because in order to bring about their new world order, they need the economy to fall. And I mean fall. I don't mean a recession. I mean they need it to collapse. So Trump is a distraction. Fauci is a distraction. Biden is a big distraction. You know, because I see conservatives all the time. They're always laughing. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're always laughing at Biden. They're always uh, making fun of him and mocking him. And it's, again, it's fun. You know, he said something stupid or he fell up the plane. You know, he fell while walking up the plane, excuse me. Walking up the steps to board Air Force One. He fell again. Ha, 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 ha. So funny. But it's all just a distraction. Even woke Hollywood. Woke Hollywood going broke. All these movies failing. So it's all a distraction from which the real issue is the economic collapse. Because with the economic collapse comes the one world currency. That's the most important 
It's the most single important thing because once they control the currency, which they already do, but I mean, once they get to the point where you have controlled currency, um, such as the CBDC, the centralized currency, right? And they stop playing games and online censorship is for real. And what you say online can determine whether or not you're rather you're you're re- um, not ready you you're able to eat <laughs> or buy or purchase anything. That is the most important thing. There's nothing more important than that. So I believe, and I could be wrong. Again, I'm 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 watching just like everyone else is that even the Fauci investigations themselves are a distraction. It's a major distraction. Who are you going to put in front of Congress that is actually going to go after Fauci? I mean, really go after him. Who's not compromised? Who's not blackmailed? Who doesn't have dirt? You don't make it into that position without being dirty, without being filthy. In order to swim with the sharks, you got to, you have to get in the water. And in this case, you got to get in the swamp because you got to get in with the with the gators. <laughs> right? You got to get filthy in order to deal in DC politics. Some people may have the courage to go after Fauci until someone brings up some serious dirt on said individual. But that's the real reason. That's the real reason. It's not that everyone wants to go along with this globalist New World Order agenda with the 15-minute cities and the centralized digital currencies and the facial recognition and the online citizenship and the SCG social credit scores. Nobody wants to really live like that. Okay? But when you're blackmail, you have to go along with the agenda. And there's some people, a lot of people that have no character. They don't want the public to know what they've done. And they will hide it at all costs. There's some people that don't give a damn. Some people will just say, well, look, I did what I did 15 years ago, whatever. But for the most part, most people will capitulate and compromise themselves even more. And that's why people like Fauci and Dr. Peter Dasik of the Equal Health Alliance will never be prosecuted. 